0: So for me, though, I look forward to shitting in someone else's bathroom. (laughs) Why wouldn't you? Someone else has to clean it. Yeah. (laughs) You know, maybe you're a fool, people who only shit at home. Don't shit at home. Yeah. Save that. Go somewhere. (laughs) Shit there. And then you probably only have to clean your toilet half as much. That's true. And you don't have stinky brown turds in it.
1: Is that a life hack, Dan?
0: (laughs) No. (laughs) No. But it could be. It could be. Clean your toilets, folks. Clean your toilet, yeah. Hey everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Save It For The Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 210 of your favorite comedy podcast, where every week Eddie and I sit down, we make each other laugh, we make you laugh, we have a great time. Eddie, hello, how are you?
1: I'm good, man, how are you?
0: Good, we hung out this weekend? We did, We got after it a little bit, which was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. I posted a Snapchat of you and I hope I didn't, you know, ball you out, (laughs) put you on Front Street, of Eddie refuses to take shots <laughs> with his mouth, he has to drink them through a straw.
1: Yeah, if, if I'm taking shots, it's got to be through a cylindrical thing that's inserted into my mouth. <laughs> right, exactly. So. And
0: sometimes the bendier and the longer <laughs> yes. straw, like Eddie's pretty, veinier, pretty fun. like Vans, a veiny straw. Just huge. That's a market there for <laughs> straws that look like dicks. But no, Eddie has all these straws where... He has a Thanksgiving straw that's like a turkey <laughs> motif, a Halloween one, New Year's. I love your Columbus Day straw. I,
1: it, I had it specially made. so
0: I hope to see that next week or two weeks from now. <laughs> it's just great. I mean, a lot of people collect weird stuff. Mm-hmm. I know my sister has this goose in her house, and every holiday, the goose has special clothes. So the goose has an Easter outfit, a Christmas outfit. Like a,
1: like a stuffed animal goose?
0: It's more like a, a, a tchotchke. Or like okay. a, something you would put in a curio cabinet.
1: <laughs> I was picturing like like almost like a Life real... Life-size goose? Like a real goose with like feathers and shit. That'd be pretty dope. Yeah.
0: But that's fun because it becomes sort of like a house joke. Yeah. Like, okay, it's time to change the clothes on Clarice. <laughs> and it's fun. You need shit like that. <laughs> Especially when you have kids, you need to have traditions like that. Mm-hmm. So you have your straw game. <laughs> and uh,
1: Straw game's strong. Straw strong.
0: game is strong. So yeah, we had fun. That was a good time. Yeah. It was a bit of a hectic weekend because that was Sunday, and earlier that day, classic parenting thing happened to me Mm -hmm. where I don't know if you've had to deal with this too much yet, and it's truly because, it's not because I have boys, it's because I have two boys. Yeah, Like girls are crazy as shit too, but I feel like if you have a girl, a lot of times if there's two girls, they're not beating each other up. Mm -hmm. They're not playing out in the street nonstop unless maybe they have a brother to pull it out of them.
1: That's real sexist,
0: man. It's just true though. I feel like it's it's somewhat true to okay. some extent. So my boy's Grant was on a scooter. I'm sorry, on a skateboard, on his belly mm-hmm. out front, and I ran inside and Quinn, my two-year-old, was in the car, still in her car seat, because I just got home from the grocery store. Mm-hmm. So Quinn's in her car seat on my phone doing a FaceTime with my mom. Okay. And Grant gets out of the car and I'm taking the groceries out. And I'm happy to leave Quinn in her car seat because she's locked in. Yeah. Like, when you have a kid in a car seat, it's great. (laughs) You know they're not getting into any shit. Yeah. And, in fact, sometimes I keep her in there for hours at a time. (laughs) Like, right, she's in there right now in the garage. Yeah. It's a little hot.
1: We cracked the window. It's probably,
0: like, 105. Yeah. But she'll be okay. She's good, man. I kind of find out that... I should... I got to stop this. I was going to take that joke (laughs) even further. I was going to say, I find that when it's hotter in there, she seems to pass out... (laughs) easier easier, (laughs) that is not true (laughs) please that is not true so anyway anyway she's locked in there i'm happy for that so i can run the groceries in and out Mm -hmm. she's talking to my mom i go inside and i'm inside the house and all of a sudden my other son evan runs in oh my god dad grant hit his head (laughs) and immediately you do that thing where your life goes yeah like how bad what am i walking into is his head off (laughs) did his head come clean off his shoulders what's the deal and grant is really tough i mean this is a kid that's had stitches in his face Mm -hmm. he fell on a treadmill and got chewed up oh yeah that was bad the kid is tough as a son of a bitch Mm -hmm. so for him to be upset i figured okay i'm gonna walk into something real i opened the door in his head is just gushing blood. Just there's blood pouring off the back of his head, like you just cracked open a soda, <laughs> and like the foam is coming out of the soda top. Oh man! And he's screaming. My other son Evan is gagging at the sight of the blood because <laughs> there was blood everywhere. Wow! And the blood was falling off his head, so it was splattering because you know it had like four feet to drop because mm-hmm. he's you know four feet tall, and I just yell into Nicole, "Hey Nicole, I need help. Grant hurt himself." He's bleeding everywhere. And I just grabbed the phone from Quinn. And I'm like, mom, sorry, I got to go. Grant got hurt real bad. And I (laughs) hang up on her. Because I don't have time to explain it to her. I just hang up on her ass. And she's probably thinking, oh, what's what's going on? And I left her hanging for at least a half hour. (laughs) Because then from then, I mean, so his head, because your head is so tight. What he did, he was on his belly on the skateboard, going up and down inside the garage. Mm -hmm. And he rolled underneath the door. That I had open for Quinn because mm-hmm. I didn't leave her in the car with the door was closed. I had the door open, yeah. and he just rolled under the door and then popped up, like did a push up, and his head just hit the open door metal mm-hmm. just right, and it just like filleted his head open, Man. and it was bad and it bled and it sucked, but he's all right.
1: Is it like is it all good now? is it staying closed
0: yeah so here's the thing like it was sunday and i have pretty shitty insurance and i hate that in america you have to think about this but it wasn't so bad that i thought i need to take them in mm-hmm. if i had really great insurance i probably would have taken them in yeah but i knew it was going to cost like four or five hundred bucks to go to the er and mm-hmm. have to deal with that which i hated that i had to make a decision on health based on money <laughs> really bummed me out
1: man you God know damn obama
0: i know right oh thanks obama <laughs> And, but I also didn't because it wasn't serious. I'm not saying if my son had a gunshot wound, <laughs> I tell him to rub a little dirt on it. Yeah. But we had put this. Put some tussin on it. <laughs> Seriously. Throw a little tussin on that, squirt a square of Windex, and you're fine. But we had this sort of healing stuff that sealed it and made a scab, scar. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, we'll roll with it. We'll be fine. And then we put a little glue on it, a little super glue. <laughs> okay. Because
1: that's what they say works.
2: Yeah.
0: Real life super glue. Yeah.
1: If you're ever in the apocalypse and you need to seal up a wound, yeah. You can super glue it or you can go the Rambo style where you put gunpowder and then light that shit on fire so it That's hardcore. Shit.
0: <laughs> you know what they say is in the military and in other countries, they do have first aid glue. They okay. really do. Mm-hmm. Like if you're a field medic on the battlefield, it's not something that you want to use on a huge gaping wound. Mm-hmm. But like on a little neck or something like that or like a head wound where you can't put a, a Band-Aid. Yeah. They say a little bit of glue. And I went to the pharmacist... And he's like, man, I wish that we had that stuff, but they don't trust you guys with that kind of thing. You need to go to (laughs) the hospital. Right. Like anybody. I can't have glue. He wasn't like,
1: oh, they don't trust you guys there, mate. Sorry. No.
0: No. He was just a jackass. (laughs) But he's right. You know, I can have a gun and I can drive a one ton metal torpedo down the street, but God forbid they allow us to have first aid glue. Because what are we going to do? Glue our, our dick shut? Yeah. We've got real super glue yeah so it's not as if there's no glue in our life (laughs) what it's done is it's forced me to go to the black market (laughs) and i had to use crazy brand crazy glue on my son's wound
1: do you think you can get some of this uh like wound glue online you can okay
0: you can get it from amazon oh oh really yeah but i went to walgreens and i went to cvs and they laughed me out of the store (laughs) now this is not an issue where you could use whatever this new skin Okay, I've talked about it. I love new skin, yeah, yeah, new skin though is it's not adhesive, really, okay, it's liquid and it burns so bad. If I had poured that on his head, he would have screamed his face off, <laughs> so it worked out. he's good to go. We dodged a bullet yeah
1: and and that's that so like it did you like how did you clean it out did you just Like, we've got a lot
0: of stuff. I mean, we have so much first aid stuff in this house. Yeah. I really feel like in the apocalypse, go to the pharmacies, Mm -hmm. but then check the houses that have kids, because I think most kids, they've required their parents over the years to buy strips, sterile strips. And I got spray. I have bottles of sterile spray. Yeah. (laughs) Just like spray into these wounds. I mean, these are things normal people shouldn't have. (laughs) You have a pack of Band-Aids and that's it. Yeah. But when you have kids that start destroying themselves you need supplies (laughs) so we had him we took care of it nice we took care of it um and then my fingers got stuck to his head like a fucking movie (laughs) like when i put the super glue on literally my fingers got stuck to the hair but i couldn't pull it i thought he was gonna have to cut his hair yeah but they finally i just kind of worked them out and good to go
1: you should have just shaved it
0: the whole head Uh, Yeah. (laughs) well then i could have put a band-aid on (laughs) i yeah yeah So, I also did something funny that I wanted to tell people and urge them to do, too. I've talked about Nextdoor on the show Mm. a few times, and Nextdoor is like a Facebook for just your neighborhood. So, people post lost dogs, they try to sell shit, they move to the area and they are trying to find a new masseuse or someone to cut their grass. It's pretty cool. Mm. And it's funny, though, because it's also insanely racist. (laughs) Like there is a neighborhood watch section, and I no joke, I'll post a link to this. Like last year when it just started, literally people were going on there saying, I, "There's a black guy in the neighborhood. Like there's a there's a suspicious-looking <laughs> black man in the neighborhood that doesn't live here," and people are like, "What what are you doing? Because it's your real face, yeah. and It's your real name. You can't be on the site. I guess you could. You'd have to go to some great lengths mm-hmm. to have a fake profile, or you could be like me and have a real profile and still fuck with people." <laughs> So my sort of civil disobedience is I used to, a lot of times when I see people post these just like like I'm, I'm not exaggerating here. They would say mm-hmm. I saw there was like a young black teenager in the neighborhood walking around. Be on the lookout. It's like Be on the lookout for <laughs> the lookout. what? <laughs> maybe he's walking to school. Maybe he lives in the neighborhood. Yeah. It's insane <laughs> what people would do. So the company didn't even realize it was happening. And found out about it, and then they put like a two-step process in, basically making it, you had to be a little more accountable, and you had to describe the situation a little more, Mm -hmm. and it immediately dropped off. Because people were like, eh, I know I'm racist, and there's a black guy in the neighborhood, but I don't want to fill out an extra field of information. (laughs) So, just fingers crossed, you know, he's okay.
1: You should go on there and start... Making up stories about me. Like, I saw this, this short brown guy. <laughs> He's walking with two little girls. It was just weird.
0: You know I'm already worried about Filipinophobia <laughs> with you. After our last week's show, I'm scared for you, <laughs> my man. No, that would be funny. And I'd say, you get shot.
2: Somebody would do some would, vigilante
0: yeah. action on your ass yeah. and destroy you. There's a, there's a lot of... I think our neighborhood is good in that... that not good. I just that there's There is some diversity here. Mm-hmm. There's at least, like... Asian folks, yeah, Mexican folks, but not a lot of black folks, no. unfortunately. So I wish there was more, just a melting pot in my cul-de-sac,
1: Eddie. <laughs> you know, it's funny, speaking of the neighborhood we live in, um, like you were saying, we hung out this weekend, and mm-hmm. then when we went home, the girl saw our next-door neighbor, that old guy... And i yeah. like, oh, can we go say hi? Because they play outside and he comes and talks to them and stuff. And he right. talks to Kristen all the time. But I'm at work most of the time. So I go out and I'm, you know, starting to talk to him. He's like, oh, I don't think we've ever met. Mm-hmm. My name's blah, blah, blah. And shakes my hand. And Kristen's like, you've never met? I was like, we've met many times. I've lived next door to that guy for three years. Obviously, we've met a what? few times.
0: Is he, like, going delusional? I have no Dementia? Idea, but
1: I was like, what the fuck, man?
0: <laughs> Seriously? A handshake? Like, nice to meet you? Yeah. Yeah, maybe he's losing his marbles. I don't know. That's like I, think I it was racist. I don't know. It could be like he didn't recognize you cuz anyone <laughs> yeah, who is like, like oh, any wait. non-white skin.
1: Your gardener looks just like you. Oh okay. god.
0: <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> well, that's funny you say because I can clearly as a grown human tell the difference between a Filipino person and a Chinese person. Yeah. I wouldn't put it to a test, but I'm I think I could even call out like a Japanese person from a Korean person mm-hmm. from a Japanese person. And that's not easy to do. No. It's not. I mean it's not. Like I'm not trying to be racist. No. Saying. I've talked about this guy. I had a friend. we'd walk through the mall and he could say exactly where they were from, but unless you're around those folks often, mm-hmm. there's not a characteristic that jumps out. So my son yesterday comes running in, he's all, there's a Chinese guy <laughs> sucking gas out of a car out front. And I think to myself, Well, there's no Chinese people who live in my neighborhood. In my at least in my, you know, street. Yeah. There's a Filipino guy that lives across the street though. And sure enough it was him. <laughs> And he was siphoning gas out of his own tank because he was, I don't know, working on his car, but it just made me funny. I was like, why, why would you even call him Chinese? He's like, I don't know. You look Chinese. Right. So, but what I, the other thing I was going to say about the real thing about messing with people on next door before I went on some weird racial situation <laughs> is when people ask for recommendations, because okay. that's something I feel like I can mess with them, yeah. you know, and not get away and get away with it. Like someone said, Hey, where's the best place to get breakfast? in this neighborhood and i said something like go to crazy steve's on and then i make a like washington and sahara like i add a las vegas street with with one of our california right ones. next to the
1: stratosphere
0: stratosphere on rainbow and pleasant grove so anyone that lives in las vegas and sacramento is going to love those <laughs> that humor right there but go to crazy steve's on pleasant grove for the best fish sandwiches and and I make, I just go weird. Yeah. And just for someone to be like, what the fuck <laughs> is this person talking about? Do people usually respond? I get thanks. People will like, <laughs> there's like a thank button. Yeah. And people will hit thanks <laughs> on that. So it's fun times.
1: You should uh, have them check out like for Oh,
0: God. That's, you know, see, that's the irony of the show. I want nothing more than the show to be popular. Mm-hmm. And for more and more people to listen... But I'm hesitant to go like on something like that. Oh, yeah. That's so real. Yeah. And the feeling of them down the street,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I don't want them to listen to the show. And
1: you couldn't talk about anyone.
0: No, not really. <laughs> I mean, I've talked about pretty much everyone now. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want them to kill me <laughs> or sue me. Especially if the show makes any money, they'll sue my ass. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Well, I've never said anyone's real name, so they can't do that. <laughs> Names are protected for the innocent. Yes uh what a quick fantasy update mm-hmm. so fantasy football rages on and this week i played the seattle meat curtains um which i think means vagina
1: oh does it huh. i
0: think so weird and i beat him so in, in one league i am three and oh and in that league you are 0 and o. Zero and oh zero and oh i'm in first place you're in last place I we got, are a sandwich i
1: got beat by a team that had an empty slot
0: and we'll see wow yeah i mean wow
1: and it was only by, like, a point or something like that. Oh, so disappointing.
0: Dude, that is the worst. Yeah.
1: Shout out to Mike. Whoop my ass.
0: Mike beat you. Well, and then in our other league, though, you're number one.
1: Yes. Tied with Shuckster.
0: Shuckster. Yep. You and Shuckster. And I lost this week. I got 172 points. And I still lost wow. to dumbass Tom. <laughs> he got 185. Both of those are huge scores yeah. for fantasy football. Yeah. And that's how it works out. The two best people just this week. Next week I could get 90 points. (laughs) But if I had played anyone else, I would have won. Mm -hmm. Played his goofy ass. Not that I'm bitter. And now I'm 2-1 and in that piece of shit. God damn it. So whatever. Moving on. (laughs) Moving on. You and Chuckster. Dylan thinks he's like, you know, Mr. Sports over there. (laughs) Mr. Sports. (laughs) Mr. Sports, you piece of shit. Uh, You know, so I do time hop and I've talked about that. If anyone does any sort of social media... Facebook, Twitter, even your camera roll. Time hop is dope. Every mm-hmm. day you see all your shit from back in the day. And I got a time hop yesterday for a super old episode of the show, episode 66. Okay. And I think that's a good one for people to check out. It's Miatotomy. <laughs> so that's the origin episode from three years ago, talking about my dick mouth. <laughs> nice. And why my dick mouth is even a thing on the show. And I have a very sensitive one. Yes. Eddie, An a is a surgical procedure where they open up your dick mouth. Because when I was a little boy, I had a tiny dick mouth. And when I pee, I don't know, maybe I would get bladder infections. I don't really know why. I need to find out why my parents took me to a doctor to enlarge the whole of my dick.
1: There was like no medical reason, it was just all <laughs> aesthetics, it's cosmetic. They're like, oh, this is just his dick looks weird."
0: You know, Kim Kardashian got like a nose job and a boo <laughs> job when she turned 18. Let's get Danny not bigger. No. Like let's not get an operation to make the dick bigger just the mouth. <laughs> my parents punked me. Yes. When I was 6, 8 <laughs> and I and I still remember it. I had to go and I had to get a catheter. And it hurt, and I had to piss uh-huh. in this thing. And I and I remember my doctor squeezed my balls. I swear to God, this is a memory I have. My parents <laughs> think I made it up. He squeezed my balls and my dick until I pissed blood or something. And, I mean, I can't tell if this doctor what? maybe touched me.
1: I don't know, Eddie. It's what? crazy. Yes. Until you pissed blood.
0: Yeah, maybe I had blood from the surgery in my bladder, and Was I had to it get painful? it out. It's like, I have such a bad memory to begin with. It's, I just, it's weird. It's like I'm looking through a frosted glass when I think about these memories. If
1: they're just slitting your dick mouth a little bit bigger, mm-hmm. like I don't see any way that blood could get into your bladder.
0: Maybe I had something else and my parents have just never told me because <laughs> I, I had cancer, I don't know, and they just never told That's, me. Yeah,
1: they had to cut off the tumor at the tip of your dick.
0: Jeez, yeah, maybe something <laughs> awful like that. So either way, episode 66... The other thing i talked about is i went to a fancy hotel in portland mm-hmm. it didn't have any lotion oh, so yeah. when i went and i had to jerk off i jerked off in the shower
1: had to jerk <laughs>
0: well, i had to i had to yeah it's
1: a hotel by yourself man
0: and i don't get out often <laughs> a man's got to do what a man when a man's been married for 12 years
1: <laughs> when i'm married <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's what you do you masturbate in the ace hotel yes. in Portland. And there was no soap, there was no lotion, I used soap, and it burned. It burned. I tried to do that move where I only would jerk off the shaft, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't get soap in the mouth, <laughs> but your boy got out of control, I don't know, I got excited.
1: I just, I've never gotten soap in my dick mouth, man, I don't...
0: Maybe it's because I have a huge one now from getting it ripped open as a child. You could stick a micro machine in there. It's
1: like a like a big mouth bass.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. No, it's actually very normal. I don't now. It's fine.
1: I don't believe you. You need to take it out and make it. (laughs) Okay, fine. Hey, the fans want to know. (laughs) Patreon,
0: Patreon subscribers are gonna get a dick mouth. I need to. You know what I'll do instead of a picture, I'll have a police sketch artist. Just sketch it. It'll be English Paul. English, perfect. Man. <laughs> All right. English Paul, watch out. <laughs> watch your inbox because I'm going to send you some selects of my dick mouth. <laughs> I need you to sketch us it up. Yes. And that's going to be the new cartoon. <laughs> All right. Fine. Fine. So anyhow, and I, you know, I travel with lotion. Yes. Because, I mean, I was a fool to not travel with lotion before.
1: You, would you ever spit it?
0: uh little, little yeah movie? yeah 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 if i had to you know your boy's a wet guy <laughs> yeah a moist man i'm not a dry guy at all but i, I always feel kind of dirty if you're gonna spit on your own dick while you're jerking <laughs> off alone that's a that's a little depraved <laughs> you know it's a little bit
1: they do it in porn man
0: for a girl yeah or a man is right there
1: yeah but i mean your hand is you're yeah. for that for that moment
0: all right you're right and my hand likes to be spit on apparently <laughs> Uh, Alright, so let's let's move on here Voicemail, we got a voicemail
1: Oh, nice Let's
0: do a quick little voicemail Yeah, and if anyone else wants to send us a voicemail for com slash contact You can use your phone if you're on Android Or use your computer if you are on a Macintosh or a PC <laughs> And send us a voicemail, here we go
3: Hey, what's up, Dan and Eddie? It's your boy Brian from Baltimore I, um, I left a few voicemails in the past You guys played them so you might recognize my voice. But anyway, I have two real treats. One is the Biscoff cookie butter spread. That's, that's, that shit is good. Um, put it on any dessert. I like to put it on my apple pie and ice cream. Uh, put it on uh, brownies and ice cream. Put it on my girl's tits. Put it on my dick. feels real good on there. Uh, and the Crystal Pepsi. Crystal Pepsi, remember those came out back in the early... 90s, late 80s or whatever. I was a kid, so I I really I really wasn't paying attention to those. I don't remember them, but they came back out for a couple weeks, and I, I got a couple of bottles. Um, those are pretty uh, like a novelty thing to, to, to drink or whatever until they stop making those. <laughs> so um, that's all I got. Let me know what you think about uh, those two. And uh, pussy got wet, pussy stay wet, and dropping dong. Shout out to the guy that. Uh, was saying that on your last podcast. Peace out. I think you said
0: hang dong. Hang dong. The other guy said hang dong. So, I've never had this Biscoff. Thanks Brian from Baltimore. I, I think it's like cookie butter is what I'm assuming. Oh, okay. You know Trader Joe's, they got that yeah. cookie butter stuff. So, I need to try it. And Crystal Pepsi's back. What? <laughs> I didn't know that.
1: I don't think I've ever had a Crystal Pepsi.
0: Not even back in the day? No. It tastes like regular Pepsi. It's just clear. It's oh, okay. just weird. Yeah. It's just weird.
1: So, yeah, is it just back for the novelty of it? I mean, obviously, right? They're not going to make it a...
0: I don't think it was popular enough. Yeah. But it's silly. Like, all soda is probably clear, and then they add food dye yeah. to it. So why not just make crystal... You know what they should do? They should make crystal orange soda. Something like a total <laughs> mind fuck. Yeah. A crystal root beer or something that really mess with the kids. I got to check it out. Okay. Check it out. I love soda. I feel so bad drinking it. I feel worse drinking soda than alcohol. Like, uh, oh, really? yeah, like hands down, like every time I drink a soda, I feel so guilty, mm-hmm. but if I drink like 300 beers, I don't care. Yeah. Like, I don't feel guilty at <laughs> yeah. all. Or fireball. Like you, we had fireball over the weekend. Mm-hmm. That shit's poison. <laughs> what's in there. But I still feel more guilty drinking soda, yeah. soda pops.
1: I don't really drink soda. Yeah. Like I, I never, for some reason, just never really got into soda. I really liked Sprite when I was a kid. <laughs> Did you? But I... You know, I rarely drink it. So. Right.
0: You like Sprite because that was like the basketball drink. That was the hip-hop The drink, hip-hop yeah. soda. That yep, that's right. exactly why I like Sprite, man. Yeah. That's Sprite so and Adidas, funny. man, rocking that shit. How is a drink going to be? <laughs> talk about like good branding, I guess, but I really do feel I associate them with like hip-hop culture and yeah. basketball.
1: Well, because they had like those commercials with like Fat Joe, like right. forming a Voltron team with other right. rappers and shit. Right. So, yeah. yeah. They, Old they school. definitely went for it.
0: <laughs> Old school. Like Kobe. I feel like, was there a Kobe one, maybe? Which is ironic that athletes, they wouldn't do that anymore. Yeah. They're not going to sponsor yeah. by a goddamn soda. <laughs> Only Gatorades. Yeah. Only Gatorades. All right. So yeah, savertheshow.com slash contact. In addition to voicemails, we get lots of emails, which you can certainly also send to us on there. Should we do some questions? Yeah. All right. You got
2: questions? You got questions? Got questions. got questions? We got answers. We got answers.
0: Well, whether it's love advice, Eddie, or health advice, mm-hmm. advice on what to do or just things to say, we love getting our questions. Yes. And we just happen to get a lot of questions about gross things because we try to tell it like it is. You know, mm-hmm. I admit it that I spit on my hand and dick when I jerk <laughs> off sometimes. That's a deep cut right there sorry
1: just like your meatus. <laughs>
0: just like my Miattis. it's a deep cut that should be my new nickname <laughs> deep cut dan <laughs> Ugh. so here's a question maybe next week you and eddie can tell the listeners how long you take to crap i'm in and out under five minutes but my older brother would take something to read in there and so what about you i mean i feel like oh and then this person goes on to say they've never crapped in a public bathroom what i know wow I feel like I poop in a public bathroom once a week. Yeah. Well, you do that at work. I do it at work like every day. Every day, day, right. (laughs) I don't know if they mean that, but they mean like McDonald's. Yeah. Or at a restaurant or something.
1: That's, like, I feel like that's a feat if you've never... Right. ...took a shit in a public bathroom.
0: A feat and a phobia. Yeah. And maybe this person just has a a scheduled time where they know they always go. It's possible. So I'm not going out Friday at 10 a.m. because that's my shit time. Yeah. So for me, though, I look forward to shitting in someone else's bathroom. Why wouldn't you? (laughs) Someone else has to clean it. Yeah. You know, maybe you're a fool, people who only shit at home. Don't shit at home. Yeah. Save that. Go somewhere. (laughs) Shit there. And then you probably only have to clean your toilet half as much. That's true. And you don't have stinky brown turds in it. Is
1: that a life hack, Dan?
0: (laughs) No. (laughs) No. But it could be. It could be. Clean your toilets, folks. Clean your toilet, yeah. So, but I... I used to go in the toilet, and I had a reputation for being in there for like a half hour. Mm -hmm. There was a joke when I was a kid growing up that I would just go to the bathroom and read a magazine. And I remember I would go to my bathroom, and there was a hamper right in front of me. And I would just just sit there and read a magazine (laughs) for an hour and not even care. And then my dad told me one day, hey, if you are on the toilet too long, you're going to get hemorrhoids. And that scared the shit out of me. (laughs) So I stopped. And now guess what? Guess who tells their kids if they're on the toilet uh, do you tell too them long? Same thing? You're gonna get a hemorrhoid. And then they say, "What's a hemorrhoid?" And I say, "Oh man, it's like when a muscle pokes out of your asshole." <laughs> and they say, "What?" No, so yeah, and now I tell my kids
1: that. I don't. Is that true? Because I take long shit sometimes, and and I've never had a hemorrhoid in my life. What about
0: a fissure? You ever get no, fissures? Never. Oh, well, I don't know. Maybe it's a. It's all a lie. <laughs> but you know, what I do tell them. I say, if you shit and you sit there, the shit's going to dry to your ass. <laughs> and it's going to be way harder. You're not going to get clean at all. So at least shit, wipe, and then chill. Mm-hmm. But then, once again, once you wipe, I feel like, all right, I wiped, my hands are dirty, it's time to get out. Yeah. You don't shit, wipe, and then chill. That's weird. That is weird. <laughs> you shit, chill, and then wipe.
1: <laughs> I, I chill, and then, and then shit. eventually have to shit. I just, okay. I just get on the toilet at 8 a.m.
0: And just hang. And hang
1: for two or three hours.
0: We should do the podcast on the toilet. <laughs> that would be our thing.
1: It'll be over when somebody takes a shit.
0: Oh, God. Could you, a little uncomfortable. Yeah. A little uncomfortable.
1: Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I it like, the first shit of the day mm-hmm. goes through me pretty quickly. Right, get out. Um, but, I mean, depending on what I ate and the time of day, like, I could be on there for half an hour. Yeah. But
0: you know what? It's not as much embarrassing as it used to be. Like, I feel like prior to iPhone smartphones, Mm -hmm. you go to the bathroom, you look at a magazine, you're like, all right, I'm out. Yeah. But now at work or something, you go in there, you're texting your girl, you're checking (laughs) Facebook, play a game of Hearthstone or Clash (laughs) of Clans or something, and nobody's going to give you grief for it or think, oh, man, you just took the most disgusting shit ever. Yeah. They'll be like, hey, man, you just sent me a Snapchat. (laughs) You were in the toilet. That's gross. (laughs) But, you know, that's, that's just our life now, Eddie.
1: There's someone uh, at my work that I've heard wiping their ass. Mm. I assume wiping their ass because it's very vigorous. Oh, man. Wiping, and it's like yeah. a back and forth. It's not like a, a quick swipe. Right. Like, I don't like know about scrubbing? you, but I mean, yeah, I do a yeah, swipe. Yeah, it's a one-way move. Yeah, it's a one-way move. Yeah. But it sounds like they're in there just scrubbing back and forth. Right. And I'm like, well, okay, first of all, your hand has to be covered in shit and, right. and like torn up toilet paper. Right. It's, it's so weird. I have no idea what they're doing in there.
0: Do you not understand the physics of how shit works, <laughs> where if, if shit's on the ground and you wipe it, you wouldn't like rub in a ketchup stain yeah. on hardwood floor. Yeah. You just do that move where you just wipe. That's, that's how your butt works. <laughs> that's how it works. Man. And I, you, I think you're right. I think I've heard these people, too. You hear them next to you, and you're like, yeah. like, rubbing their ass so hard, yeah. and you want to say, bro, 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 <laughs> wipe fold one wipe and then a fold and get fresh toilet paper on your ass that's weird
1: dude yeah definitely doing it wrong at first i thought he like maybe spilt something on his pants but i've right. heard it multiple times and he can't be that clumsy when he's eating lunch
0: guys are filthy so. and women are too i'm sure they do the same gross things if you go to the gym bathroom or an airport bathroom mm-hmm. that's 6 30 a.m Oh, my God. (laughs) It sounds like (laughs) D-Day. It really does, man. And it's not just like cute little farts that like like nothing. I mean, you hear like... Like (laughs) where you hear the shit like falling out of these guys' asses. It's so gross. It's
1: like if, if like a woman like plopped a baby out. Right. Just onto the bare floor. Right. Like, like just gooey sounding. And- Ugh.
0: It's, and when, you, when Let's say you're in a bathroom, and it's just you and another person, and you hear that. Mm-hmm. And they think, yeah, fuck, i got to take a shit. So they're not going to hold back. But then you both are doing your motions at the same time. Like you stand up, and he stands up. And then you think, oh shit, like we're gonna like, come out at the same time, like it's a Broadway show and both doors open <laughs> yeah. up and we bust out. Do you ever sort of slow down or hurry up real fast to finish so you're out, wash your hands, so you don't have to see this person? Yes. You don't wanna look at them to see that they're the gross person or you're the gross person. Mm-hmm. And it's annoying if you don't, and you both just walk out at the same time.
1: I've done, I've, I've hurried up, but I've also just chilled in there a little longer and waited Mm -hmm. for them to leave. And was like, all right, they're gone now.
0: What if they were waiting for you?
1: (laughs) It's just like a Mexican standoff. Right.
0: And then at some point someone's all, uh, go ahead, man. (laughs) Oh, wait, Sorry, dude. I was waiting for you, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's terrible. (laughs) The worst though, is when you do come out at the same time and it's a one sink. So then the one person just has to stand there. Yeah. And then the person washing their hands thinks, like, oh, shit, all right, I better hurry. Got to, I got a, oh, God, there's a line. I got a crowd behind me. And I did just take a terrible shit.
1: <laughs> you know what else I hate is when, like, so at, at my work, there's two urinals and two uh-huh. stalls. Um, and it's, a lot of times it'll get full. So, like, I'll have to go into a stall to take a piss. And whoever was taking a shit in the stall next to me gets up and leaves. Right. And somebody new comes in, and I'm walking out of the stall, and it smells like ass. I know. And I'm like, oh, no, I was just I was just peeing. That wasn't that wasn't right. me. Right.
0: How do you supposed to drop that? Yeah, just piss. <laughs> Not my shit. Yeah, people are the worst. We can talk about pooping all day. Probably. Let's move on. Uh, this is a real question. Somebody okay. need some advice. My girlfriend's twenty-four and she's getting ready to buy a car. She doesn't like negotiating, so I have assumed that role. I graduated from law school and passed the bar, so I have an educational background of arguing and negotiating. So I do enjoy it. But I, but I don't have a lot of real-world experience actually doing it. I still feel like a kid. Do you have any advice on how I should go about negotiating the best price? Blah, blah, blah. More specifically, how do I balance getting the best deal with not being an a-hole? Thanks. So I haven't bought a ton of cars in my life, but mm-hmm. I have negotiated a few of them. And the best advice I ever got was it was real because I was getting a car in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And I knew I was getting it at cost. And so that's a term you can throw around at cost. Yeah. If you go in there and say, I want it at cost. If the car costs thirty thousand dollars to make, that's what you want to buy it for. Mm -hmm. And so I would just go into the dealership with like the big swinging dick, not caring, Mm -hmm. and I'd say, Look. And I'd tell the guy right away, like, look, man, I'm a level with you. (laughs) Like salespeople love when you do that, when you sort of like tell them you know they're a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, I get the charade, you're trying to sell me. They love that. Yeah. I'm just I'm kidding. They don't want that at all. <laughs> but if you just say to them, look, I'm going to save us both some time. I've got a car in Las Vegas. I can get a cost. If you can beat it or come as close as possible, because I got to go to Vegas and I got to drive back. Mm-hmm. What can you do to beat that? And I think they they appreciate that. I, I really do. Because then they don't have to suck your dick for 45 minutes. Yeah. Like you tell them where you're at. They just want to get you in that car for a price. And it is funny that cars are still sort of that last bastion and I guess houses where you don't really know what it's gonna cost. Mm-hmm. And you can like go at it like back and forth. And these are people that do it for a living. They're gonna eat you alive. Yeah. But when you go in there and you seriously don't give a fuck, man, it felt great. Yeah. Cause I knew, you know what? If it doesn't work out, I'm leaving. And I got a car in Vegas. Mm-hmm. So ever since then, though, if I didn't, I would still say that look, I got a car, I can get a cost. <laughs> So that's my tip is just go in there like you don't even want the fucking car. Mm-hmm. You got another option. They need to beat it. And if they can't, you leave. Because guess what? You can go back. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. They don't tell you like, fine, don't come back. Yeah. You go back another hour. It's all brand new salespeople and they'll be happy to take your business. Yeah, totally. So do that.
1: That's great advice.
0: What about you? You got any advice for a, a youngster trying to I get mean, a car? I think
1: that's pretty good advice, man. Yeah. Tell, tell them, you know your situation right uh just laid all on the table said like dan said i I was i'm jewish right yeah i I need a good deal yes and they gave it to you
0: you know i read something about jewish people i heard that i thought was interesting is the reason why jews became so resourceful is because they don't have a place like they kind of have jerusalem but not really Mm -hmm. mexicans have mexico italians have Italy. Japanese, Japan, like you have, they have a geography, but Jews really don't. So they became really good and shrewd at stuff. And then people got jealous of them, <laughs> baby. So fine, Eddie, fine. Maybe I'm good at negotiating because of my heritage, you dickhead. So, but either way, yeah, do that and they'll like it. And then, you know what I think is kind of funny though? Shows like, I don't know, Shark Tank mm-hmm. or... No, you know what? Uh, uh, what's the show the bald guy? Where everyone's everyone looks like a dad. Everybody <laughs> on the show looks like a dad. The the Pawn Star Pawn Stars. Oh okay. Yeah, it's just <laughs> okay. dads. Yeah. Even the kids look like dads. <laughs> Whatever, Pawn Stars makes everyone think they're a negotiator. Yeah. I think where you come in, and you're all this car's thirty thousand. I want it for twenty. <laughs> and the guy's like, "What do you want me to eat? Ten thousand dollars of this car? Yes, get the fuck out of here." <laughs> everyone thinks they're a negotiator yeah. these days, but you can do it, person. And then your girlfriend will be so proud of you. So proud. Yeah. All right, we're tearing through the show today. Let's do a couple more questions, and we'll, we'll call it a night. Hey, this is Dan and Eddie's Real Treat. During a pause in the show, their eyes meet across the table, covered in microphones and recording equipment. Dan spoke first. Eddie, he said, you're my Real Treat. Eddie grinned as if Manny Pacquiao had just walked in the room. <laughs> they each wondered if they should kiss now. Or wait until they found out if the main Coon cat was sleeping or dead. (laughs) So, great real treat. Yes. Thanks for that, listener. Thanks for that. Here's another question. Do you know how to screenshot a podcast and upload it to Pornhub under tentacles and hentai tags? (laughs) So, I hate to break it to this, listener. You can't really screenshot audio because that's listening. And sure, yeah, if somebody wants to upload our podcast to Pornhub. They're going to be disappointed if they're looking for hentai. (laughs) But tentacles, we got.
1: Yeah, and send me the link.
0: Yeah, for Eddie's anal. (laughs) Please. We'll put it on there. We'll all make some money. (laughs) Oh, here's a question. I don't know if you want to get into this. I'd like for you and Eddie to give your thoughts on the first presidential debate. I watched for about an hour before throwing in the towel because it's difficult to watch that madman get away with lying and not releasing his tax returns and interrupting 71 times. Fuck that guy. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is not a fan of Trump, mm-hmm. but did you watch the I did things yeah, what
1: would you think? it was I mean, it's pretty much how this person explained it. Mm-hmm. Um, Trump didn't like he did a lot of yelling and he did yeah. a lot of talking, but he didn't really say anything of substance
3: right, and like his
1: he just seemed like a, like a like a little kid who's a bully mm-hmm. trying to just overpower you with his voice right and not with anything. That that means anything.
0: He had an opportunity to come in there and kick her ass. Mm-hmm. Like I think he has momentum, and if he could just sort of not be himself, like and try to be this character a little bit, mm-hmm. because that's what all politicians do—is they have to be a bit of a chameleon. And he just won't. Yeah. And people love that, but then on the other hand, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. At all. And he could have came in there and just wiped the floor with her. Um, but I, I do think the funny thing is that people are. Either side think they won. Like, the mm-hmm. internet is behind Trump because the internet's easy. And so these all these communities are voting, like, on these polls that say who won or who didn't. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I give no credit or precedence to anything online because I know how the tides of online communities, 30,000 people on Reddit could be like, hey, go to this poll, fucking vote for Trump. Yeah. And then, boom, they do. And then now it looks like every online poll says he's winning. Every one of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you mean to tell me that every website and every listener and user of those sites thought he did better <laughs> when the rest of the whole world doesn't agree with that? Yeah. So that's why you just can't believe anything. You just need to get out there and vote. And even if you do want to vote for that guy, which clearly Eddie and I don't, just yeah. do I it. Yeah. I just
1: feel like if you, if you want to vote for Trump, like you're the type of person that posts things on Facebook that say, this is what America's about. Repost mm-hmm. this if you're brave enough. Right. <laughs> like, okay, are we in, in this I know. fucking what, what?
0: I don't understand. that doesn't make any sense. I know you and I live in a bit of a bubble and probably a bit of an echo chamber. And at work, you really can't talk about this stuff, mm-hmm. and you really don't want to. Like, when I do find out somebody who I really respect and like think is intelligent likes Trump, and I'm not saying I love Hillary Clinton at all, no, like at all, yeah, but I just don't. I just despise that guy, and he's such a, a garbage person. I, I don't want to know when people that I like, like him because it makes me, I think almost less of them, which is so stupid. <laughs> yeah. And I think that makes people even, it makes me look really petty and mm-hmm. shallow, but I just can't help it. And I just want to have one conversation with one person that likes him for him and not who hates Hillary because of her emails. Yeah. Everything that they care the most about, I could give a shit about. I don't care about guns. I don't care about Benghazi. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what fucking Benghazi is. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even care. I don't care.
1: I think he's going to be the new Spider-Man, right? Ben oh, Benghazi. is he? Ben? ben- Benghazi?
0: Benjamin Gazi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds right. So, whatever. We don't have to get political hair or Black Lives Mattery. Yeah. I did read this interesting thing about Black Lives Matter, why it hasn't caught on with white people, and it would have if it was called African American Lives Matter. think so i don't know if i believe that but it did make me think like huh you're right because people hate the notion of like black like white people hate saying black they hate calling black people black but they're they're okay to say african americans which sort of like it's all part of this like there's so much shit going on right now it's crazy Mm -hmm. and the notion i read this other great article i should post a link about it where you know people say like black people always want to make it about race why has it got to be about race and a good friend of the show, Seb, he has uh, white children and black children. Mm-hmm. And his wife wrote this great post about in her real life, she has both children and they're both treated completely differently. Yeah. Completely differently. So I don't even know where I'm going here, man. I'm fired <laughs> up about all this. Just, yeah. just vote,
1: people. Please.
0: All right. Let's talk about dick mouths again <laughs> and wiping butts. And let's do a real treat. How about that? Let's. Let's do that. All right, Eddie, what's your real treat this week?
1: Uh, so it's actually a video that uh, Shuckster posted on Facebook mm. a couple weeks mm-hmm. back. But when I was in like high school and college, I was really into battle rapping. Okay. So I would like, you know, like in the lunchroom or in class, um, I did a couple competitions at the Beer Barrel. Do you remember the Beer Barrel? Yeah, yeah.
0: In Reno? Yeah. Yeah. So I
1: did a couple of those. So I was really into battle rapping for some time, Um, but he posted a video of these two guys from Canada um, and they do compliment battle raps so instead oh, of so like funny. battle rapping is is basically like stand up where you have to it, but it has to rhyme so you have a like a setup and a punchline and the punchline is usually insulting the person that you're right. battling
0: like your mama jokes yeah. and their appearance exactly. always about their parents yeah
1: but this this it's like time, the roast battle that like you talked battle. about except they're rapped exactly. which
0: makes it even more complicated yeah and yeah. the delivery has to be even better
1: definitely um, so these two guys, it was Pat Stay and a guy named Roan. They did a compliments battle where all they did was compliment each other That's and funny. talk about how awesome they are. And I actually saw this video like a couple of years ago, but I totally forgot about it. And there's two other guys named Marlo and Shuffle T, I think. Okay. And they're English.
0: I'm a big Shuffle T fan over here.
1: <laughs> they're English battle rappers and they actually started this trend of, of okay. compliments battles. But it's funny because these guys don't look like they would be rappers right they have english accents and they both started off actually as improv actors okay and just that makes sense somehow got into it that's um, funny but super super funny raps and and it's super entertaining and it's it's funny to see that like like battle rapping flipped on its head right so, yeah
0: what's the name of the video you remember like- uh
1: I, I think it just might be compliments battle but the okay. the one that shuckster posted was uh Pat Stay was the was one guy and Roan R O N E was the other guy. Okay.
0: Yeah. Sounds hilarious. Check it out. Have to check it out. Yes. Uh, there's those what are those um, rap battles in history? Those are pretty funny too. Oh, yeah. People yeah. people have seen those. That's what a rap battle is, probably. Yeah. like Abraham Lincoln rap battles, George Washington. Exactly.
1: If you want to see some good racist rap battling, there's this one between two Asian guys. Look up Dumb Found Dead one word okay dumbfounded is is how you say it, but it's spelt dumbfound dead okay um him and against another asian guy i can't remember his name but it's the most asian jokes i've ever heard and all original and super funny yeah but so.
0: well, you really are into this battle rap check thing. it out man what do you like more battle rapping or manny pacquiao
1: oh man <laughs> that's a good question I, I would have to go with battle rap really yeah
0: okay i would wow boy don't ever show your face in the Philippines <laughs> again so my real treat is something you got to experience over the weekend it's an instant pot yes okay so when eddie came over i was going to slow cook a pork shoulder and have pulled pork sandwiches which normally takes like seven to eight hours Mm -hmm. and it's good but it could dry out you know the, the steam and moisture is released out of a slow cooker yeah but this instant pot is a pressure cooker And the one that we have, it's electronic, because traditionally, I mean, like we were talking about, these are what people are using for bombs. Yeah. These homemade IED horseshit things. They take a pressure cooker and they fill it with nails. And when it explodes, it shoots nails Mm -hmm. everywhere. So that's what I have. And it's (laughs) great. No, but for reals. And I got it off Amazon Prime Day. So it was like, I don't know, 60 bucks or something. Mm -hmm. And it cooks the food. No moisture escapes. Yeah. So everything is crazy. Crazy moist and super tasty. So, if anyone at home, and it's so easy, I mean, I literally threw that thing in there, Mm -hmm. dumped in some spices and honey, and what came out was super good. Yeah. So, if anyone out there likes to cook or isn't a very good cook, I can't recommend an instant pot. Yeah. You know, if you're a bachelor, or a piece of shit who can't cook. Get yourself an Instant Pot and you'll impress people.
1: Yeah, they're they're really awesome. I cooked like a steak in a in our pressure cooker mm-hmm. from frozen in like 30 minutes or something like that. Yeah. And it was super tender. Right. Delicious. Yeah.
0: That's the other thing. It only took an hour and a half of pressure cooking the meat. Mm-hmm. Not eight hours. Yeah. Which you need to kind of plan for and it's a lot easier to plan for an hour and a half. I didn't even start it really till you even got there. Yeah. That's the other thing, you know, an hour and a half is easy. You have a party, people arrive, they don't want to eat the second they get there. Mm -hmm. That's a shitty party. It's not a restaurant. You know, you get there, you hang out, you have a couple drinks. Because that's the thing too, you got to have a couple drinks before you start eating. You want to get a
1: buzz. you got to sip them shots up, man.
0: Right, sip your shots in your silly straw. I think last weekend you had your summer straw, which is a fantastic one. It's like a palm tree. It's the shape of a palm tree. But you have a couple drinks, you loosen up, you have fun, and then you eat, which ruins your buzz. <laughs> and you just have to drink extra hard Yeah. after that. Nothing better than a stiff drink on an empty stomach, am I right? <laughs> so Instant Pot, get one. Yes. Okay? Fuck. All right. That's the end of the show, Eddie. I'm sorry. Yeah. So let's end it. And for this week, our main man, Amanda Hug and Kiss, with the Sifstery, where we get a throwback joke and a song of his choosing. It's from episode 112. And I think maybe the episode's called Real Raw Respectful. I can't tell. (laughs) I'm trying to read what he wrote here. Um, But the name of the song is When a Man Loves a Woman by Elvis Harad. And he said, I can't tell if this is a really weird song or if the clip he chose is really weird. Because he said this is a really weird one or really raw one. So we'll see. I don't know what's playing right now. (laughs) Hopefully it's not the N words, <laughs> something terrible. Um, but that's playing, and that's that. Cool. All right. So otherwise, this has been episode 210 of Save It for the Show with Dan and Eddie. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. See you. Hey, just listen to the show 109, and that was the show where I talked about my wife being drunk okay. and how I didn't violate her mm-hmm. as a drunk. Now, if I had a punch. you know and this is also we were talking about needing consent throughout sex you can't just like have say okay in the beginning and they pass out and you can't just keep banging them like you know what i mean (laughs) there's no shame in being quote some feminist man you're awesome (laughs) and i think this person said that because i i I wondered if other men would have banged their wife and like was i being kind of a pussy by not Mm -hmm. but i think clearly and no no judgment if you did do that (laughs) Or if you have, you know, and Nicole later told me I should have. Yeah. Like, because I think she probably thought like, Hey, I'm not even around for this. Like, yeah, not that sex with me is so bad (laughs) that it's worth, you know, just getting a, get out of jail free card or being passed out. So we used to have this move though we used to call it relax sex where like I would want to have sex so bad and she'd be in bed like half asleep Mm -hmm. and she would just let me just have sex with her (laughs) and she would just, and I'd be like, baby, you just lay there. You just you know keep make yourself open to me. <laughs> I'll do my thing, and I think at the time I, I was even wearing condoms, mm-hmm. so it was like no fuss, no muss. Yeah, in and out. You
1: see, know? I'm I'm completely different. Where i I need Kristen to be into it too. Like if yeah. she's not into it, then I'm I'm not into it, and I I just rather not do it. I see. I think you think
0: that, and I think that too. But then yeah. once I start doing it. I'm like, oh, this is a great decision. <laughs> like every once in a while, if I do have this relaxed sex, I'm like, all right, she doesn't want to do it. It's a means to an end. She's essentially letting me masturbate in, inside her body. Yes. At first I kind of feel like that, like, oh boy, yeah, she should want this until my dick goes in. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden I'm like, you know what? No, this is the right <laughs> choice, motherfucker. You chose wisely. <laughs> so this person, what else did they say? All right. Also, thank you for talking about consent so frankly. So again, don't be a dirtbag, guys. Yeah, obviously. I mean, really. Well, I guess it's not obvious. Cielo,
1: that- don't fuck someone. <laughs> That's true. Yeah.
0: I would like to hear him in the in the courtroom. Could you imagine? <laughs> she said yes, and then I fucked up. She's crazy. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, whatever happened to those guys? I guess there were one album wonder. All right. Oh, come on. <laughs> Um, keep it real, raw, and respectful.
4: Nice.
0: So, hey guys, save for the show podcast, where we keep it real, raw, and respectful.
4: Shit.